Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. The key to effective prayer is that we are properly positioned in humility, confessing our sin, and having a heart that desires to live righteously. And secondly, that we ask believing God hears us and will answer according to his will. If we're in that position, we can be assured that he will answer our prayers. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, thank you, Scott. I want to welcome you to Eternal Promises Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Tobler. And I want to personally thank you for joining the broadcast today and remind you of the eternal promise of eternal life. It's for everyone who believes and lives for the Lord Jesus Christ. This amazing promise is from 1 John 2.25, where the Apostle John writes, And this is the, the promise God has promised us, even eternal life. Well, the primary focus of Eternal Promises Ministry is to proclaim the eternal promises of God and to teach you how to obtain all of God's promises today and forever. While we could spend a lifetime digging into God's eternal promises, receiving the promises is quite simple. Simply believe in and live for the Lord Jesus Christ because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him. Amen. Now, last week, we focused on the power and efficacy of prayer. Well, this week, we're going to look at some solid historical examples of God's answering the prayer of His faithful. Our first stop is going to be in the book of Esther, found in the Old Testament. Now, this historical account is unique in that Esther starts out as a virtual nobody. And by the end of the account, Esther has become queen of one of the most powerful kingdoms of her day. Not only that, but she risks her very life in an unprecedented move by coming before the king Artaxerxes without being invited. Now, that was punishable by death, but she came to save her people, the Jews. But in order to understand how all of this came about, we need to go back to the beginning of the story. Now, I'm going to read the account of Esther out of the Greek version of the Old Testament, known as the Septuagint. The account starts with introducing us to Mordecai, Esther's cousin and guardian, and he hears of a plan to assassinate the king. He informs the king of the plot, the assassins are caught and executed, and Mordecai's heroic act is written in the books. Well, then a plot unfolds where the current queen Vashti dishonors King Artaxerxes and is deposed. And the king starts a search for a new queen, and Esther is one of the young women gathered to be selected as future queen. In the process, one of the king's trusted men, Haman, sets out to kill Mordecai, simply because he's a Jew. And then he decides to destroy the whole of the Jewish people. Well, Esther was eventually chosen as queen, but her identity as a Jew was hidden. However, 
it says that she feared God and kept his commandments and that she kept this lifestyle of obeying the Lord even while queen. In other words, she was faithful and God knew it. And this is the key to understanding why God used Esther. Once Mordecai learns of Haman's plot to destroy the Jewish people, Mordecai sends word to Queen Esther saying, Call upon the Lord and speak to the king concerning us and to deliver us from death. Well, Esther responds by calling for the people to fast and pray three days, as on the third day she will approach the king to find favor and save the Jews from destruction. But during this time of fasting, she approaches the king of all kings, that is God, rightly understanding that it is God who will bring about salvation and soften Artaxerxes' heart to stop Haman's plan. So let's look at Mordecai's prayer. He's the one who prays first. At least that's the one we have recorded as praying first. Here we go. O Lord, Lord, almighty King, all things are under your power, and there is no one to oppose you in your desire to save Israel. For you have made heaven and the earth and every wondrous thing under heaven, and you are the Lord of all, and there is no one who shall resist you, Lord. And now, O Lord God, King, God of Abraham, save your people, for they look upon us for our destruction. Hear my prayer and be merciful to your inheritance. Turn our mourning into feasting, so we may live and hymn your name, O Lord. Do not destroy the mouth of those who praise you. Then all Israel cried out with all their might, for their death was before their eyes. Okay, so did you notice how Mordecai is roughly following the outline Jesus gave us in how to pray? Think about it. First, Mordecai reverences the Lord in his name. His whole prayer is, Your will be done, your kingdom come. Then he essentially prays, Deliver us from evil, as he asks God to save them from Haman's destruction. We went over Mordecai's prayer, and we're going to deal with Esther's prayer, and it follows much of the same pattern. Here we go. And Queen Esther, seized with the agony of death, fled to the Lord for refuge. She covered her head with ashes and dirt. She humbled her body exceedingly. She implored the Lord God of Israel and said, O oh, my Lord, you alone are my king. Help me, who am alone and have no help but you, for my risk of danger is in my hand. Now, we sinned before you, and you have delivered us into the hands of our enemies because we have worshipped their gods. O oh Lord, you are righteous, but now they are not satisfied with the bitter state of our bondage, but they have pledged to their idols to abolish the decree you have spoken, and to destroy your inheritance, to close the mouths of those who praise you, and to extinguish the glory of your temple and your altar and to open the mouths of the heathen to proclaim the virtues of their false gods, and to extol a human king forever. O Lord, do not give your scepter over to those who are not. Do not let them laugh at our fall, but turn their counsel against themselves, and make an example of the one who rules against us. Remember us, O Lord. Manifest yourself in the time of our affliction, and 
Encourage me, O King of gods and ruler over every power. Save us by your hand and help me who am alone and have no one but you, O Lord. You know all things and you know I hate the glory of the lawless. Your handmaid has not eaten at the table of Haman, nor have I honored the banquet of the king, nor drunk the wine of libations. Neither has your handmaid rejoiced since the day of her elevation, except in you, O Lord, God of Abraham. O God, who have power over all, hear the voice of us in despair, and deliver us from the hand of those acting wickedly, and deliver me from my fear. By now, you've probably heard Esther pray the same elements that Jesus pointed out to his followers. She exalts the Lord in his name. She pleads for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. She confesses her sins and asks for mercy. And she ends her prayer with a deliver us from evil. You know, we can and should be praying this type of prayer today. You can have the same access to God as Esther and Mordecai did. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. Do you have trouble sharing the gospel? Is it difficult to find the right time to discuss the hope that lies within you? We understand. And to help you share the gospel, we've produced stunning, smart, and thought-provoking gospel tracts, such as the Taste and See Bread of Life tract, the Teases a Free Lifetime Supply, perfect for coffee shops, bakeries, and cafes, or get our Boo tract for Halloween that tells of the coming true Fright Night story. We even have our Close Encounter tract for those Area 51 folks that answers the question, are we alone? That and much more to help you share the eternal promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Go to eternalpromises.org slash resources to order your tracks today and get the good news of Jesus Christ into the hands and hearts of others. That's eternalpromises.org slash resources. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, let's see how God answered the prayers of Mordecai, Esther, and the Jewish people. After the three-day fasting and prayer, Esther put on her royal clothing and risked her life to approach the king uninvited. But amazingly, she finds favor from the king, Rather than Artaxerxes being enraged at Esther's approach, we read, But God changed the spirit of the king to gentleness. And and then the king says to Esther, 
What do you want, Esther? What is your request? It shall be granted to you, even up to half my kingdom. Can you see the hand of God changing the direction of events? Well, that's not all, because in the next chapter we read, But the Lord made it difficult for the king to sleep that night. Well, the events following the Lord's divine intervention resulted in Mordecai obtaining Haman's exalted position and Haman being executed for his crimes. You can see God delivered, and he delivered speedily. Well, you and I can pray much in the same way. The question is, do we have the faith to pray this way? Do we believe that God would answer if we asked such a large request? The key to effective prayer is that we are properly positioned in humility, confessing our sin, and having a heart that desires to live righteously. And secondly, that we ask believing God hears us and will answer according to his will. If we're in that position, we can be assured that he will answer our prayers. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And this is the promise he has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.